So guess what? What? I don't know. Dave King Season 2. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and as always, I am joined by my co-host. Oh, sorry, bit of a cutout there. Um, hey, Saul. We're still here. What's it's your Saul. name? I'm Saul. Hey, everybody. Hey, Saul. <laughs> Saul, how are you? Uh, doing well. Can't complain. Uh, spent the morning dealing with, um, so I mentioned that we had baby bunnies um, on our porch that we were dealing with um and so they had left their their nest uh but they all came back into our backyard and our two dogs are trying to eat all of them oh, so i had spent my morning hunting down not hunting chasing down baby bunnies and putting them in a box and then putting them um in our like yard that's fenced off and hopefully they will not return to get eaten by my dogs it'd be it'd be a sad way to go yeah um, but Saul, we have someone else joining us on the pod today, and mm-hmm. we'll have another person joining us later on. Would you like to uh, give them a little introduction? Yeah. Um, so I guess I will do it in order with or order of appearance. When, which, yeah, order of appearance is the the word I'm looking for. Uh, our first guest is a fit legend, um, true, good friend of some of our previous guests. I won't spoil it as of right now. Um, but kind of connoisseur, uh, master of all things, Rick, uh, it is Ian, AKA free Slurpee day. What's up Slurp? Hey guys, what's going on? I'm uh, really, really happy to be on here. Uh, we're, we're happy to have you. It's been a listen, long time coming for sure. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I, you know, listening to some of the other guys, uh, I heard myself mentioned a couple of times and I was like, oh, you know, this is, a. This is something something nice to hear. Uh, so I'm happy to be able to come on and uh, share it with you guys. Oh, dude, we're happy that you're joining us on the pod. And I guess we'll leave our second guest for a surprise when they join us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, keep, an, keep an ear open, folks, because <laughs> keep it's not just going to be the three of us. Uh, but but Slurp, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I have, uh, you know, all the wild everything going on in the world i've been kind of taking some time to relax uh i moved in with my girlfriend and uh i have just kind of been taking some time off of work and you know staying aside and and keeping to myself and it's been nice to you know reflect and not you know run around like crazy for an entire summer uh in Mm -hmm. a place where the summers are usually really busy Mm mm-hmm Love it. We are Absolutely. 10 days off of the official free Slurpee day, 7-Eleven. Did you manage to go and get a free Slurpee? So uh, I have incredibly, incredibly horrible news. Uh, oh, cancel, no. cancel culture has struck again, and free oh, Slurpee no. day was canceled this year. Oh, my gosh. God. How have you dealt with this? It was really yeah. rough. Uh, actually, what I did uh, to deal with this is I looked into purchasing a commercial Slurpee machine for my house <laughs> um, because – I was really, really bummed. Uh, there are not very many 7-Elevens near me anymore, so I have to travel for free Slurpee Day to begin with. Uh, mm. And I was like, hmm, why don't I just bring the Slurpee to me? Every day is free Slurpee Day if I have a wow. machine, you know? Yep. Uh, I found a couple people who, you know, some wholesalers and stuff. They're they're expensive. Uh, and the issue is, is I, I could not get them shipped here. 
uh, uh, the, the wholesalers were all the way across the country. Oh. Uh, I found a couple, it was like 2000 to $3,000 for like the full giant four canister CO2 machine that like you have in the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just was not, not feasible to get it here. So that, that, that's what happened. Uh, you know, this year it was a, it was a tough one for me, but, uh, I was really able to, to try to turn it into something good. <laughs> Absolutely. And there, w- there will be free Slurpee days in the future. Exactly. Oh, I think they've sure. rescheduled it like everything else right now. They're like, ah, yeah, we'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Or else you'd have to change your ad. No one wants yeah. that. It would just be day. Oh, no. <laughs> I, if I could get just day, I may take it. You know, it's not, that's that pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. But Slurp, as we are a fashion podcast on an audio medium, we would love to hear a fit check today. What's going on? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it's uh, very, very hot and humid here. It's like 90 degrees and 90% humidity. So uh, I am wearing uh, no shoes right now, actually. Yes. Uh, I had some, I had some uh, sweet Cokes on just, you know, walking around. Mm-hmm. But uh, I decided to kick it up for the pod. I'm just wearing some Rick shorts. Uh, they're the big shorts from Sphinx uh, in a mustard color. Nice. There's some some large, wide shorts. They're a really light, um, uh, thick cotton. Uh, they just kind of keep themselves almost off of the body, so they're mm-hmm. they're nice and light and easy to wear. Uh, and then I just have a uh, silk blend dick flap on because uh, just tank top to keep it nice and cool. Tank Beauty. top. Uh, that's about it. Normally. Would you probably be keeping a, a hat on? But I got my microphone on to talk to you gentlemen right now. Mm. So that's currently it. You know, just a nice summer shorts and a tank top. But I love it. Com- comfy Rick, you know. Clean, full Rick. A classic for our, for our good friend Slurp. Saul, what have you got going on today? Um, considering as I spent my morning chasing bunnies and uh, making sure that my dogs didn't inadvertently murder them. Um, I am still in my pajamas, called up the podjamas. Huge, huge. Um, so on the legs, I have a pair of uh, Vineyard Vines. Um, what are these? Vineyard Vines pajama pants from like seven years ago. Um, I got them, oh gosh, when I was in, uh, I believe it was ninth grade. 10th grade and i've had them ever since they're worn in and nice and comfortable uh for sure um and then on top i have what other or none other than the official pair of kings gildan collab um, huge yeah absolutely One of wild. three in the world uh, yeah it's it's super rare very really exclusive rare. um <laughs> but i'm rocking that um yeah it's not too complicated of a fit but it's comfortable and it's what i sleep in so can't complain you live the pod you sleep the pod yep love it love it what about Uh, you john what have you got on so pod fit today uh going relaxed island wear i suppose um on foot what else but the pod and stocks folks you know big guests you pull out big fits were the Burks that have brought me good tidings for the majority of this podcast. The classics. The classics. How can you go wrong? Um, <laughs> on the legs, we have what else but the the purple Patagonia baggies 
five inch inseam, of course, showing a little five for the pod today. And on top, we have the Prada Impossible True Love Camp Collar. Ooh. Um, showing a little collarbone for the pod as well, I suppose. It is, it's a nice, nice collar, uh, camp collar for those of you who aren't familiar. They, they scrap the top button and they do a seam at the top. And it's, it's a nice shirt. It's a cool shirt. It's got Elvis kissing Cleopatra on the front. And uh, yeah, very, very comfortable shirt. Really boxy fit and really brings out my dream of dressing like a semi-professional bowler every day of my life. Got Jeff love Goldblum? Yep. Um, Chef Goldboom, because my last name's Hogaboom. So that's, that's what, he's my style icon. He's who I aspire to dress like, so. I love that shirt. I have been looking for one for a while, actually. Uh, it's a great shirt. Jealous Thank of that you. one. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have the uh, the monkey uh, collab uh, from oh. 2017. The, the painted uh, yep. laser monkey. The but laser monkey not is so cool. yeah. It's not, not quite the same cut as one of those wonderful camps. And uh, the colors on that Impossible True Lover, fantastic. Yeah, they're they're pretty, and they they did like three or four of them. Like uh, they had the long sleeve, and then they have three different variations of the short sleeve, I believe. Yeah. One's like a Hulk colorway, which is crazy. That's the one I like. Yeah, the purple and green. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mine's the the split one. So half of it looks like an old couch, and then half of it has the artwork. <laughs> Slurp, I've got a question for you before yeah, we launch your official questions. Sure. Can we get a uh, can we get a Gundam check on what I'm building right now? anything what's closest to you what are you building right now closest to me i have four kits uh in touching range i have a rg full armor unicorn that is unbuilt need to put that together Uh, it's the uh, green one the destroy mode Mm. i have a grimoire red beret uh, high grade i have an impulse lancer high grade and then i have a set of those uh wings that are like extra set wings that you can put on the kits uh, i'm gonna oh, paint cool. some of those up these are just some kits i'm gonna be using for parts and painting and stuff they're just sitting there nice very nice fit check and gundam check complete. we are right there huge huge for the pod so slurp we're gonna blast right into the meat and potatoes awesome. portion of this podcast uh we've got a couple questions for you and then a couple dual questions for you and our second guest who will be announced when they get on the mic but uh to start things right off what's the story behind free slurpy day so uh yeah this gets asked a lot especially this time of year obviously it is not actually <laughs> the uh the holiday it has nothing to do with 7-eleven um I do love Slurpees. They are delicious. I get them every year. Uh, but it actually is a song. Uh, this The name comes from a song. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, from a band, a, a very, very small uh, band from Philadelphia that some friends of mine were in. Uh, the song is from like 2011. Um, and it's actually from another band that has gotten semi-famous, uh, split with them. Uh, but my friends only made like five songs. Uh, but this is the song. It's, it's called Free Slurpee Day is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by a band called Girl Scouts from Philadelphia. Uh, it's an emo song like uh, like uh, twinkly emo. So like an American football style, you know, For sure. uh, that kind of stuff. But back when it was like becoming the big revival and all those bands were starting to come out this was like one of one of them uh i was going to a lot of shows at the time and 
uh, spending a lot of time around live music and just kind of, that was like my entire life at the time. And this was just one of my favorite bands uh, to see live. Some of my favorite people were in it and the song just kind of stuck with me. Uh, I liked the term when I found it was available. Uh, I had it for a long time. I just decided to keep that as my, as my username, you know, as I decided to grow the account and everything. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I can share infamous. I'm not sure if you guys are able to put um, music into like play music through here, but I did link the uh, the song if you guys want to check it out or if you want to put a link, you know. Oh well, the, absolutely. To link the pod it, yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good song. I recommend everybody check out uh, "Free Slurpy Day" by Girl Scouts. It's a split with a band called Old Gray, uh, which some other people might know. The band Old Gray, they're a little bit more popular <laughs> sick cool but uh yeah that was how that happened and it's just kind of stuck with it and it's also you know now it's just slurp you know whatever mm-hmm. people and you know it's devolved into a nickname and, and other stuff so it just kind of works as a nice yeah it's a nice moniker for for ig i'd say it's pretty synonymous with you like I yeah think exactly about- yeah when I yeah. hear free Slurpee Day, I think of your Instagram before I think <laughs> of the Seven Eleven, <laughs> which is good. I, I, you know, that I like that. I, I've been told, you know, people are like, "Ah, oh, yes, it's your day," and I'm like, "Yeah, thank you guys. I'm, I'm excited." <laughs> you know, like people would like remind me, like they were like tagging me in stuff before, like I had woken up on on Seven Eleven, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, cool." Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not actually about this. And then I like always post the song on my story on the day, and I'm like, "Hey guys, this is this is it. This is a little secret for you guys," and. uh but then people are like, oh, this is kind of, I like this song. <laughs> there you go. So we are a fashion podcast. And so I hear you are, I guess, week by week, giving pretty incredible fit pics to the, uh, the Instagram feed. Um, when did you get into fashion in particular? Appreciate that. I, I uh, so different tiers of fashion like throughout my life I kind of pretty much mm-hmm. I have always like been into like like nicer clothes and dressing well um through like my dad uh when I was much younger he w- would always like be wearing suits and you know nice shoes and he would always you know impact on me the importance of dressing well and and you know being well groomed and uh you know having well-fitting clothes and nice clothes and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff um and this was from, you know, very, very young. And then when I was probably around this same time, you know, I was into the whole music uh, scene and everything, probably right around when I was a 13-ish, um, I got, I was like very, very, I was thrifted with my family, mm-hmm. uh, with my dad and my mom and everything. And I, I was, at that point, I was like very early into the thrifting wave of like people who were like thrifting stuff and selling it online. <laughs> so this was in like 2000, you know, like 2012-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably, you know before I really knew like and this was kind of when I started seeing clothes like this was when I started seeing like streetwear and that kind of stuff because Mm -hmm. then I would like start like going and buying stuff at thrifts and you know cities near me or uh you know traveling yeah like traveling to cities or traveling to other places and buying a bunch of shit and and Mm -hmm. selling it and keeping a bunch of stuff for me my style at that point was very like punk you know i was just wearing a lot of big you know military jackets and like skinny or ripped jeans a lot of like nothing no designer really unless i would find you know some uh you know gucci watch or something at a thrift or a tom ford jacket or something like small at a mm-hmm. thrift 
um, maybe like some Burberry cashmere here and there, whatever, but nothing like crazy. I had some Supreme hats, you know, that was like, I'm, I'm like 13 at this point, <laughs> 14. Um, and that was like the extent of that. And I continued that kind of whole thing uh, through like being into music and, and the whole time I was going through that whole um, traveling to, you know, a lot of places to go to shows, I would also go and thrift and that kind of stuff. Um, so it kind of became synonymous with each other. You know, like I said, it was a very punk style. Uh, and then, then in uh, later, like mid, then I got, you know, mid high school, it's like 15, 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, like 2013, 2014. And I am uh, seeing like Yeezys and I'm seeing uh... like kanye and i'm seeing like oh like because i also always listened to rap music uh, i was always like also into rap uh and i was like oh i'm seeing all the like kids at my school are like starting to talk about like supreme all the time and like all this kind of stuff and and i'm like what is this and i'm like you know kind of checking out the the drops and checking out the stuff and i can't <laughs> afford it yet i you know i really can't this is like nobody was really buying it we were just mm-hmm. kind of like talking We'd about just it. Look at it, and talk. yeah, because really? this was like this was like you know seven fifties and like oh, yeah. almost Nike Air, you know, like this was like the early, really early stuff. And we're like, what is this stuff? Like this is cool. We had you know like Air Maxes and stuff, and <laughs> like, this is cool though. We 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 wanted it, and I kept like you know seeing it, seeing it, and then I got uh, out of school and I started to go to college and do like less uh of like some of my other hobbies and like some of my other stuff and and i kind of had some more money and i was working like a full-time job then i I got a full-time job like pretty much right out of school and and was working with multiple sources of income and i was like oh like looking at the streetwear stuff and i'm like 17 ish now 17 18 and i'm like the like set uh the 350s are coming out first you know variations of 350s are coming out and i'm like oh these are cool i'm like i like these like so uh my first cop was uh, Zebra 350s uh, <laughs> as, like, like the first ones. Like, Ooh. the very first. Yeah, like. <laughs> but like then. When people were paying two grand When people them. were paying, like, so that's the thing. So I didn't wear them because I was, like, I, I like, freaked out and, like, went to my dad because I had been, like, telling him about, like, the stuff. And my dad was always into clothes. And I'd been telling him about, like, you know, uh all the he knew about all the thrifting stuff and, and all that stuff before the things I could find. And I'm like, Dad, like I just got these shoes are worth like two thousand dollars. I'm like, hey, like I, I like this is crazy. I've never like gotten anything like that. And he's like, okay, well you need to sell those shoes right now. And I was like <laughs> Oh did you get them retail? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I bought like I got them retail. Yeah. Like, oh that's is, nice. I thought you yeah, paid got, two grand no, for no, zebras. No, 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 I was no, like, no, oh you no, poor no, thing. No, no 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 like I got them <laughs> like, I got zebras retail. Like the first first variation. Wow. Uh, uh Damn. I got, I, I manualed like many, many BOGOs in my day. Damn. But this was like, you know, Damn. this is in like 2015, you know? Yeah, that's when it was still possible. It was, it was, yeah, exactly. Like I, we were doing them on school Wi-Fi. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was <laughs> we, we would go down to the computer lab. I, I got, I got uh, the yeah, Sage BOGO at the computer and... lab. Um, <laughs> I remember it for like 700 bucks and I was like, this is crazy. And, you know, and I, I was doing this only for like, three years probably between like 15 and 17 ish 2015 mm-hmm. 2017 ish um and you know right when i had first got that you know 
that big thing. And my dad was like, yeah, you got it. You got to sell it. So I was like, okay, I'm not wearing these. I was like, there's no shoe that's worth $2,000 in the world. This was before yeah. I knew about Rick. Um, <laughs> and uh, then I, uh, I sold it. And I was like, well, actually, that's not true. I didn't know about Rick because, you know, everybody knew about Rick because we were listening to ASAP Rocky. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the extent we knew about Rick Owens was uh, <laughs> Rick was. Owens raps in usually what i'm dressed in yeah exactly so uh that was that was pretty much that was pretty much it and so i i did that uh up until like a 2017 2018 uh, ish and then i got my like full-time full-time job and i was like okay maybe i'll like try some of the other fashion shit that i've been seeing like i've been really like looking into undercover i've mm. been like really looking into them on and like that kind of stuff and some of the other brands and I didn't really know, like I was still just grailed pretty much because that's what I was selling on. It's pretty much everywhere I was buying. Uh, and I was just looking and looking and looking. And uh, I like, I started to get really into undercover. Like this was like 2017 and it was, like 2016, 2017, like December ish, 2016. Um, and then uh, as I remember like buying, what the hell did I buy for Christmas? Um, uh, the cargo bag the scab cargo bag oh, was like my first like big thing that i bought I remember it was i paid like 220 bucks for it or like 200 and it was like the first like thing i was buying for me that i was like oh yeah. like uh other than like some streetwear stuff over the years that was like you know a hundred dollar you know hoodie maybe or like some but that was the first time i was like oh like i like this other brand or like old shit i'm like this is cool and so I started picking up like some more tees, uh, real like undercover graphic tees, like pants, like cheap pants that I could find, um, that kind of stuff. And I'm starting to see like other things, Rick, uh, you know, Raph, uh, uh, Hyder, Fear God, all that stuff, you know, mm. kind of floating in on Grailed. And I'm like, okay, like this stuff is cool, you know, like, but like, I don't really have as much money at the time because I'm not selling any clothes. I'm not like really doing the, the streetwear thing anymore. Um, I'm just like buying some small stuff for me off of, uh, off of what I'm working for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, this is cool. This is cool. And then I'm like, oh, well, maybe I could like try the same selling thing that I was doing before with this stuff. Like, I wonder, like, how I figure out, you know, what the market is. And then I just went, like, insane. And I just, like, went crazy reading stuff and looking at old seasons and watching videos. And uh, this was when I was starting to, like, meet people and just ask random people on Instagram, like, what their pieces were and, like, how, you know, to, and they would, like, teach me. But, like, people are nice. It's cool. Like, people, mm-hmm. if you reach out to them most of the time, like, people, most of the time. Uh, you know, anybody who DMs me, I just DM them back, you know, I just, most people out there are the same way. Uh, and you can learn a lot. Community, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So, and, and so it's, it's, you know, because of that, I was able to learn really quickly, uh, start to figure out where other pieces were coming from. I, I was buying on other sites before. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, like, let's check all this. Like, it's just, just start looking at all everywhere. <laughs> and that was how it started to get into like a very, very large undercover collection. And then in like 2008 17 18 like a year after that it was about a year for the undercover and then late it was rick then that started and it's just been been ever since pretty much the same pathway down the same path of like oh i can also sell some of this stuff and and then use it to amass my 
you know, more collection and, and more stuff. And it's been like that ever since. Nice. And just look at you now. Oh, God. <laughs> Too much. It's like a store. It opened a store. It never fails to blow my mind. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's, it's not, not even half of it is like even shown. It's, it's bad. Oh, gosh. We counted the other day now that, now that my girlfriend is here, like everything in, in the apartment is just, it's just bad. Need to, need to sell some more stuff. <laughs> just to make room oh for sure yeah no um, break break down a wall expand a closet yeah i was like maybe we can just like buy a storage like area and store like open up a little little wick store i think i have more in here than they had keep in the stores so damn <laughs> you're sitting on an entire franchise yeah 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 exactly i, I just need to get the building rights first there you go. <laughs> so aside from fashion, Slurp, you seem like you're a very well-rounded guy in your hobbies. Tell us about some of your other hobbies. That's a, that's a tough one. We could, we could be here for a while. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> You got nothing but time. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll break into some of the, the larger, larger ones. Uh, so they're all actually kind of in the similar vein. Um, the one thing I'm not is athletic really at all uh i have very few athletic hobbies um pretty much everything i do is uh kind of nerd oriented in in a sense um i have always always very uh very actively been a big video game player um i played like world of warcraft when it first came out i've played wow since literally like 2005 mm -hmm. Uh, I've played League since it first came out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, in 2009. I literally been playing. I, I stopped last year because I realized I've been playing for a decade. Congrats. And uh, it's like picked a little bit back up here and there, but I can't I can't do it anymore. Um, I have always like uh, been very into it's It's now what I do for work. Uh, it's, it's involves my work involves video games now. So uh, it uh, allows me to play a lot of things for uh, free or a lot of things accessibly that some other people may not. So I, I spend a lot of time playing games uh, both for myself and for work because I enjoy it and I don't, you know, hate it <laughs> even when I'm doing it for work. <laughs> uh, so that has always been like a large, large hobby of mine. Uh, it started with my older brother uh, teaching me and like, like sneaking into my older brother's room to play like GTA and COD the first GTAs and first CODs because my mom wouldn't let me play them because I was like seven years old, you know, <laughs> killing hookers in the house, obviously. Um, and so, which was a good thing, you know, no manhunt, no manhunt on the, on the bottom TV was the rule. Uh, no, no manhunt on mom, no. And, you know, so, but that was always big. Uh, so that kind of led me into uh, more gaming aspects uh, in person. Um, I've always been into like face to face game. Like I just like the competitive aspect of games as well. Uh, mm -hmm. So like I've always been into face to face uh, gaming. I played Magic the Gathering super super competitively, um, traveling like between states and uh, like playing like skipping school to go to Magic tournaments and like win play for prizes and all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, 
when I was like, you know, in my teens mm. and younger. <laughs> and uh, I mean, my, my parents were like, hey, well, you're you're winning money. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. I can keep going. Thanks. I can go to D.C. and, you know, miss my finals. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was good. It's it, it, I met uh, most of my current like very close real life friends uh, through all of my game playing. Uh, a lot of them I met through Magic. We would we would travel all together, uh, and we're still close friends, playing you know in person games and things, uh, whether they be digital or face to face, which is nice. You know, it's the same people oh, I've been absolutely. playing with for like you know ten to fifteen years. You know, some of these guys I've literally been playing with for like twelve years, um, and so it's it's you know it's a nice it's the same as fashion where it's a tight knit community. You know, it's, it's a, the people know each other. It's funny. I've actually met some people in the fashion community that I happened to be like, that happened to be at magic tournaments that I was at when I was younger. Wow. Like I was like talking to some people, uh, in the Rick, uh, um, in like one of my Rick chats, just talking about like clothes. And I was like, Oh yeah, I used to go to like X tournament. Uh, and they were like, wait, like this big one here? Like, and I was like, yeah, like here's like wherever I was right. And they were like, yeah, I played it in the same exact one, you know, played That's in the same crazy. tournament. Uh, and this was like, you know, six or seven years ago. And, you know, it's another thing to talk about whenever I bring it up. Like, talk, in fact, somebody plays, you know. So whenever I bring it up, somebody <laughs> has played. And, you know, it's something to talk about. And it's something to bond over, which is cool. Um, and then currently I don't play Magic anymore okay. uh, as, as actively as I did. Uh, like I was literally playing like insane, insane. Uh, but now I play just some digitally and I have some, you know, cards that play for fun with, with my girlfriend and some friends, but I don't go crazy like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, and, and then my hobbies also were always like, I was big into modeling of all sorts. Ever since I was mm-hmm. a kid, I was like, super into Legos and Bionicles um, and like all that kind of stuff and just building. Yes. John loves Bionicle. Oh, I, know. I was going to say, if John wants to get into... Yeah, What's not uh, to love, guys? We'll have a exactly. separate pod dedicated to just... An we'll entire we'll chop it up, pod. talk about Bionicle lore. It's rough. It's rough. But it's, uh, that, that's another pod for another day, because we can't so go much. on for four hours. It's so much. So every, I just like building stuff. Ever since I was a kid, I just like to push it together like in custom ways and, and you know make it look the way I wanted it to. Um, so as I got older, I naturally like gravitated towards modeling. Um, I got into Warhammer really, really heavily, uh, which was, um, uh, if anybody who doesn't know what Warhammer is, it's little like plastic and resin miniature models, a couple inches in size, uh, that you paint, you, you build them and then you paint them and then they uh, you play a game with them. Basically it's a war game. Uh, so you basically play against other people who have, painted their own you know figures and armies and stuff and it kind of creates a you know competitive element which is nice cool um but it's that's was something i was always really into just because i liked to paint i honestly didn't really like to play the game that much because i was i sucked at it um (laughs) i was not as good at that as i was at magic uh, or anything else so i was like ah i'm not that good at this one but i'm really good at painting them so i enjoy that (laughs) so i would just like build crazy uh models of bash the kits together and paint them in crazy ways and uh that i did for years uh probably about 10 years eight to 10 years um and then also took about a a five-year break um and then i uh have just recently picked that back up again within the last maybe year and a half 
year or so, um, I've gotten back into the whole uh, painting and building element um, on a little bit of a smaller scale. I've been painting some of the smaller models and stuff. And uh, now that uh, my girlfriend is here, actually, she's super, super artistically talented. And I was like, oh, you know, why don't you try to paint some of these models and, you know, just see how you like it. And she was like, cooked. She really, really is enjoying it. Oh. And so we're just doing it as a, uh, you know, we're going to get into it as a, as a couple thing, which would be cool painting and building some uh like a whole little army together uh, certified then, wholesome moment <laughs> it'll be fun yeah um so that's currently a current hobby you know not a past but that's the current nerd hobby and then that one also translates into uh i'm also super into gundam which uh you guys may have heard mentioned earlier uh i have probably around like 100 kits built and unbuilt damn wow probably like 50 built and then about 50 unbuilt. Um, I do airbrushing. Uh, so, like, I completely take the kits all apart and I paint them up different than they are on the box. Uh, you know, whether it be camo or more detail, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, just other color schemes that I may like. Uh, I put the kits together, bash them together, uh, make custom kits and that kind of stuff so that's why i have so many unbuilt ones uh is i use them for parts i have some duplicate ones that i've just gotten on sales and i've, I've just picked up uh, a whole bunch over about two years mm -hmm. uh, so that's my second modeling hobby on like a bigger scale when when the when the miniatures get too small uh i try transfer into the gundam that's <laughs> super sick that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah that's honestly right now um that's about it in terms of hobbies <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> those you... are like active ones that i'm very very you know obviously other than fashion fashion is, is the how do you split your time up throughout the day yeah. um i kind of like pick what i want to do each okay. day so like when i work full-time so right now i'm not though so right now i have a lot of time for mm. hobbies you know i'm just spending time uh, in my off time I have two days off, you know, today and tomorrow. We've just been painting, you know, all day. Just That's decided awesome. you know, to do that. And then maybe one day I'll wake up and I'll say, ah, I would like to build a Gundam today. And I have, you know, a large reservoir that I can just grab from and say, all right, I want to start on this and do that. And then, uh, you know, one day I can say, I've been hooked to playing Ghost of Tsushima. I played literally like 20 hours straight of that game. It's phenomenal. Highly, highly recommend to anybody listening. Um, and... I like literally divvied it up, you know, last week picking that. <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> depends on how I, I want to spend my time. For sure. Uh, I like to spend my time with uh, Annie. And also, so we, we like to do stuff together. So it's nice. The Gundam, she's also into Gundam. Uh, so we can, you know, pick something and do it together for a day if I have a day off. Or with the painting, we can, you know, pick something and, and paint it together and then play together on my day off, which is nice. So That's great. That's really great. That's, yeah, that's honestly, other than that, because I don't, like I said, it's super, it's been super hot, miserably, miserably hot. I spend most of my time inside doing hobbies. So I do have a lot of time to split between the, you know, I'm able to divvy up uh, all of my free time to my hobbies, which is nice. Not a lot of people have as much uh, ability to just, you know, put so much into their hobbies. So I am very lucky in that aspect. Yeah, that's really that's, cool. That is. Uh, bouncing maybe back into the fashion world, um, touching on maybe one of your favorite hobbies, uh, how would you describe your style? 
So this is tough. Obviously, this is a tough question for anybody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to describe their own personal style because I, I don't necessarily like like have a set personal style. So it's something I hear a lot is that like I don't dress like other Rick wearers, which is like a weird thing to categorize. But I understand what people are saying in where I wear a lot of colors and other brands and not a lot mm-hmm. of black. And not, you know, not at all black. And so it's it's tough to you know pick your own personal style because with with me, I'm very very impulsive. So mm. I just really buy stuff that I like. <laughs> um, and and a lot of people say that a lot. But a good example of that is like the most recent fit I have posted was like an all white fit. Um, I just I had some heels uh that i really like uh wanted for a long long time the the rick kiss heels you know i'm sure everybody's you know they were uh they were a long time but i didn't have a lot to wear with them you know white heels are kind of tough i had i had rick pants to wear with them and stuff and i just was like oh i want to like uh wear a white outfit with these because i saw them and i'm just like okay let me go see white stuff that i like and then i'll just buy that so i found like a pair of uh, like silk Mew Mew pants that I was like, oh, these look really long. Like they're probably going to stack up. So I just buy those. They're cheap. And then I found like some wild, crazy June J Soriyama, you know, it's like a neoprene foam top. Oh, um, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I like it. It'll go good with the white outfit. And it's like, yeah, I just, it, I don't have adhere to a set style. I just am like, oh, I want to like put something together where like I just like, I have an idea. Uh, or I see something that I own and can build off of, mm-hmm. and I go find more stuff to suit that. So it's like it allows me to end up with like almost cosplay or like you know uh, uh, costume fits, uh, where each one is uh, kind of put together for itself. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, they all come together so well. Like, man. Yeah, uh, you are one of the one of the kings of fit picks on IG for sure. <laughs> the impulse is honestly the main thing too. Like you can, when um, I, I honestly just wake up and I put something. It takes like I look at my closet and I say I want to wear this, 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 and this, and I want to get pics in it. And let's go out and you know do something and I'll get some pictures while I'm out. And the, that's usually how it goes. It's like, honestly, it's like a 10 minute process. Some people I know are like, oh, I'm going to plan out my, I am very impulsive with my clothes and my picks and with anything. I'm just like, ah, so sometimes, you know, it'll be a fit that somebody's like, oh, I don't really like it. And I'm like, okay, well, it's, that's whatever. I just, this was like, that's why I decided I wanted to wear in a short, you know, span of time. That's good. Cause you'll, you'll find stuff then that wouldn't traditionally come together exactly mm-hmm. like how, yeah. how you described your most recent fit pick which is so good like with yeah. the with the june jay and the mew mew and the kiss boots like that came together beautifully but i don't know of anyone else who'd pick those three to go together yeah, there yeah. You go. It's... i just saw the items and i was like oh i'll wear those together it was like you know i was shopping through and they're just like oh it springs out i like it that's becomes a part of my style i'll, I'll adopt it into it in a way it seems sure. almost to me as if a lot of people who are very, very into Rick Owens pers- or subscribe to the idea that you kind of can only wear Rick Owens in an outfit. And I think it's really cool that you kind of mix and match and you find things that work together and, you know, um, are able to kind of pull from different houses and different, you know, 
brands um, to make a fit come together. Absolutely. I, honestly, um, that's something I hear a lot. When I was saying earlier how I get the, the comment that, you know, you don't dress like other Rick wearers. Mm. It is that a lot. You know, it's it's I don't dress in the all black, you know, full drapey outfit all the time. And I don't dress all full Rick all the time. You know, no you know, full rigidity, you know. It's there will be Rick incorporated into everything, but it's just incorporated with the the things that other things I like. If I see something, you know, that I think, you know, will work with it, I don't restrict myself. I don't okay. want to I, I don't want to like that's the thing about having a personal style is I don't want to restrict myself to a personal style. You mm -hmm. know, there's so many I see it so often on Instagram. Uh the, the a very very clear cut style that somebody has it's it's the same similar fit picks again and again and again and they look good you know it, it looks mm -hmm. great it's it's you know you see it in a lot of the larger influencers the Jacob Hetzers and the the uh you know uh Avery's and all those guys they all keep a very uniform outfit you know and it's simple and it's clean and and it and I see it a lot um but I also think that uh I don't personally like for me to be defined to one uh any style you know any mm -hmm. one style so it's just kind of like ah if i see something that can work then i want to find a way to make it work for sure that like improvisation aspect is good um for our next question we kind of touched on it it was we were going to talk about the evolution of your style but we've we've talked about that in our question where we yeah, asked honestly, you, we, mm -hmm. we have, we've, we've gone through the timeline. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to switch it up. Where do you see your style going in the mm. next year or so? If you, if you had to guess. So it's going to be, uh, I'm honestly just going to be buying a whole bunch more Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. With the, and like weird, like little stuff over uh, probably a good amount more Vetmaw. Okay. Uh, some older stuff, some more Demnera stuff, um, as I can find it. Mm -hmm. um, a lot uh, of the upcoming Rick seasons and current Rick seasons have pieces that I really want in them that I am waiting to go to sale, and that mm -hmm. I'm like a, a lot of my money for my style for the next year is already like allocated to things that I'm waiting <laughs> to come out. <laughs> I'm like I've already seen it, and I know I, I gotta have that. Uh, but it, it, it's kind of going to depend, you know, like I said, I can just see something and, you know, when I like it, I just grab it. So it was, I can end up with fit picks, like something crazy or something, a new style every week, you know, mm -hmm. where it looks like uh, kind of thing as I just continue to add to things that I enjoy <laughs> collecting pretty much because it's a collection at this point. I don't even sell most of my stuff. I just collect. Wow. Wow. Yeah. True. You'll have like a museum in a couple yeah, of years. That's honestly, more than you like, do already. So realist, it's kind of like joking uh, with my girlfriend about like collecting the entire, like an entire Rick runway, like the whole <laughs> piece, like every piece uh, that was walked on the runway uh, so that we could like put it on mannequins. That'd be insane. And I realized I have, I could probably get there with certain ones. I Mastodon would be the closest, like mm -hmm. I can do it closest with Mastodon. Um, but I would still be about like probably about $5,000 off, but I have most of the expensive, difficult to find things. Um, but it would just be very difficult 
to, mm. to get through the whole thing. It's just hard to find all the stuff. Yeah, uh, you have to find someone who's willing to split with it too. to sell the stuff too. Exactly, so it's it's tough. You know, I gotta work somebody's pricing if I don't want to pay it and stuff. It's it's difficult, but yeah, I think my style is definitely going to evolve much more. Uh, just continuous, continue to have large standout pieces. Like I, I always have a statement piece or two in in an outfit. For sure. Uh, is what I like to, so it's just going to continue to pick up a lot more of those uh, as well as some smaller basics. There's some really great colors uh, coming out in the upcoming Rick seasons and mm-hmm. in the current Rick seasons. Uh, so there's some stuff that I'm waiting just to get basics of on sale. Uh, mm. Just wonderful colors. So. That's awesome. I love it. Out of my own personal curiosity, what's the rarest Rick piece that you own? Um. I, it's my most recent, actually. Yeah. Can you well, disclose it, or is it is it secret right now? Um, no. Well, okay. <laughs> There's an undisclosable one that is rarer than this one that I don't okay. have yet. So, but is already paid for. So the um, rarest one I have is a pair of the Mega Cargo Pinniers from Mastodon. Okay. Uh, they're the runway ones um you know a lot of people have seen my outfits with these other people's outfits with these they are definitely my most asked about uh piece of clothing they are uh in terms of people trying to buy them and just in terms of people asking where to find them um so i had the pair of vomit uh bleach ones they were a mm-hmm. macassar color um uh, with a bleach vomit a very very rare pair to begin with um and i had been trying to find a black pair for a while um and i recently found a black pair that is now definitely definitely my rarest uh piece of anything i have Mm. these ones uh were directly on the runway a friend of mine thinks that these are the chance that there is a chance that these were the exact pair worn uh on the for the show um because there were almost none of these uh produced and sold they were only for runway and show samples um they are uh called mobua m-o-b-u-a is the product code it's a moleskin material but it's a much thicker moleskin than the other ones uh, and they're paneled with a really thick uh cotton suede um uh, paneling up and down the legs they're just all black uh with a paneling they were worn on uh the mastodon runway actually i think i think it was look look 16 i want to say mm. um it's just just uh they're worn with one of the overcoats one of the larger moros from that season um these ones the are characterized by the reason they might be the runway ones is only the ones featured on the runway and in the shows had uh the, the pockets of these pants uh, extend off of the pants to anybody who doesn't mm-hmm. know what type of pants they are mm-hmm. uh, and they have large zippers and the zippers have a leather pull tab on them. That's a longer leather pull tab. Uh, on the regular production pairs and all the regular pairs, the pull tab is just connected right to the zipper. Um, but on the sample pairs, there is a black metal ring that connects the zipper to the leather pull tab. Um, and it can be seen when you look at the pairs on the runway. Uh, you can see them. It's, it was to give the zipper tag a little bit more swing when they were walking down the runway. Oh, cool. Um, and these have that. 
They're uh, crazy, crazy pair of pants. So yeah, so mm. they weigh ten pounds. Oh Holy my god. god. Um yeah, they they saw so the dude shipped them to me express from China for ten pounds, like right now in Corona time. I, I that man is a god. He must have paid a hundred and two hundred dollars to ship me these pants. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, that's nuts. But they are incredible uh they're they're pretty much the best pair of pants that i own they are also featured in the most uh two of my recent uh picks you can kind of see some details on them and stuff if anybody goes to my instagram Mm -hmm. uh, wants to check them out you can also search them up online um through the mastodon runway you can actually see them right on there but those those are definitely that's my rarest piece for sure um i have some like like pieces that just there were not a lot produced of but those ones i don't know a single other person with and the people who i know who have way 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 more than brick than me who are you know who have more pairs of actually even these pants than me uh, have never seen a pair of these for sale damn wow they were like yeah buy those the minute i saw they were like yeah buy those so uh, (laughs) that one was one i had to just kind of pull the trigger yeah yeah they're uh, but they're beautiful pants and they're, they're, they're uh, like i said there are things i'm asked about all the time they're both pants i'm never going to sell they're just things that i have like very very strong connections to they're great pants sure. mm. so blasting right on into a fairly serious question uh how mm, much would you one. give me for 1500 copies of over the hedge mm. so is this there's a couple questions that need to be set up here of course, okay. um, that is for an absolutely serious question like this. First of all, DVD or bootleg uh, or Blu-ray? Blu-ray? Blu-ray. Game Boy Advance. Game. Yeah. Oh, the game. Yes, the video game, game, not the movie. I oh, thought game. we could take it in oh, either direction. We a whole different world. Oh, this is a whole different. Oh, even better. Game Boy Advance over the hedge. Uh, now, now I am known for my low balls, so much <laughs> so that we even call them slurp balls. There, yeah. It is so low, the prices that I send people, and I do not understand. <laughs> and you also, you, you fifteen hundred. You have something good here, though. Yeah, you have something 1500. good here. Fifteen hundred. We may so have every copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's a lot of. Yeah. Hmm. I would give you. I would give you. Sixteen forty in store credit. I think if you threw in maybe like a and and okay a pair of pod shorts. Ooh. Can I also can I also get a free amiibo of my choice? Yeah, but it can't be one of the like Korean or Amazon exclusive ones because we don't got them. Okay, that's fine. All right. Okay. Sounds if like we. Do. If we get 1,500 copies of Over the Hedge and Game Boy Advance, we know who we're going to. You, you I don't know, know, I don't know if. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. If. When, I have one. So. I have, I have 1,499 1,498 copies of Over okay. the Hedge so and one copy one yeah, of Over the Hedge, Hammy Goes Nuts. Oh, okay. wait. That one pushes it over. <laughs> Hammy Goes Nuts pushes it over. I don't know if I can take Hammy Goes Nuts. <laughs> You thought the pants were the rarest thing you have. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hammy Goes Nuts is going on the pedestal. <laughs> Hammy Goes Nuts is going in the pants. Ooh. Sandwich, passport, Hammy Goes Nuts. Book, sandwich, passport, <laughs> Hammy Goes Nuts. 
That's that's what Rick Owens is designed to fit. They forgot to quote him on that part. They didn't put that in. Man, well, you know, if we if we should ever come into those copies, we know we know who we're going to. Moving on to a much less serious question: Do you have any personal style icons? Hmm. So, this one is tough and funny, actually, because. Uh, like, I don't know anything about the really popular fashion influencers mm-hmm. or, like, YouTubers. And this is – I'm sorry to anybody who hears and offends this, – this, this might offend. But I just I just don't watch – like, I just never got into it. It was just never something – like, I, I don't think they dress bad. I don't – I just don't care. It's just not I, I, just yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I have – because, like you guys heard, I have so many other hobbies and everything, and I spend so much time, like – just finding clothes for me personally Mm -hmm. i never had enough time to really like get into other people's styles like Mm. the the really big ones you know what i mean like the 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 big guys you know there are all the you know fashion youtubers also i just don't like i follow some of them on instagram i've talked to some of them they're nice guys you know they i think they dress well but it's just never something that i got into however i do have some you know personal ones like in the rick community that i know of um i have some ones like in my personal life you know my dad is a big one has always been uh, even though we don't dress like the same um he was just always the one who taught me to like have style he like supports you know whatever i wear uh which is cool you know all the time yeah, that's awesome um and because like he can tell you know it's like even if it looks crazy or weird he can be like oh like you know this is, looks good as a style you know mm-hmm. um some personal ones um the thing eh, hmm, it's it's tough honestly uh i i guess let's let's go just with some ones on instagram um probably my like biggest style icon of somebody who i would like to dress like because they also do a similar yeah each instance is another crazy outfit Mm-hmm. would be arnold putra okay uh, i don't know if you guys know arnold we do uh, yeah arnold is a is a good he's a, is a buddy of mine he's a very nice fella um he, he's like the most interesting man in the world of yeah. fashion instagram yeah yeah he's awesome um and maybe he would do the pod i wonder if putra would do the pod i want to reach out to him because i could I mean, ask i know him. who he is but i haven't spoken with him i he yeah seems he seems like such an interesting guy I talk to him like almost every day. He he, he actually wow. like has employed my girlfriend now pretty much as his like, graphic designer. That's so, That's so cool. cool. She's just like, the, he just released the, his, those movies. Uh, when you mm-hmm. go to his Instagram, she made like both the posters for those. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Both of those. Uh, she's working on some other projects for him. Uh, he actually sent us like this crazy jacket that he made for our, uh, moving in gift, which was cool. Wow. Uh, he's he's a really nice guy. He's very approachable. Very. Uh, we just became friends over talking on Instagram. Um, to the whole, he, he people got like like freaked out over that whole like human bone thing. And he was mm-hmm. like, hey, "Guys, I was just I was just like fucking around and, and trolling." It, they weren't really from like people like, or they weren't really from like tribes. I just bought them from a medical supplier. I was like, he's like, bones are cheap. He's like, yeah, you can buy like twenty human rib bones for like thirty bucks from like Google. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like, I got everybody was yelling at me, and I was like, yeah. He's like, I thought it was funny though. I was like, all right. 
but he's he's a nice guy. He dresses really well. Um, he he dresses well because he can. You know, he has access mm-hmm. to pretty much any clothes that he wants to wear, mm-hmm. um, which allows him to pull off some crazy, crazy outfits. But you can also, mm-hmm. you know, you can dress very, very poorly with a lot of money. <clears throat> Gonna. Oh yeah, Gonna. you can. Gonna. Um, you, you got a cough there, slurp? No, no, I didn't say <laughs> from the Rick store. Um, the uh, he, but he dresses very well. Hey, I, I like he wears a lot of hider, uh, which I, if I had more money, I would wear hider. Uh, I just don't. <laughs> he wears a lot of Rick in similar uh, ways that I do, just very like bulbous and and shapely. Mm-hmm. Um, he dresses very well. Uh, some other people on Instagram that dress very well, who I would consider style icons. Um, I, I do consider the way that Rick himself dresses to be really good. Mm. Uh, and the, obviously I consider him a style icon through, you know, everything. Uh, but I don't have the body for like the, the, the pieces that he specifically wears. Um, Soul grandpa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah, like a giant swole 80 year old. Um, but uh, Tyrone is also a huge, huge uh, style inspiration. Just constantly wearing like vibrant colors with the heels mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like his, some of his fuchsia, when he's wearing the fuchsia pants and, and tops with the, with the heels. Those are some of my favorites. Um, they're, they're definitely some of my, my more personal uh, style icons. Um, trying to. Uh, a lot, honestly, a lot of my friends dress really, really well. Um, just, just you guys know who you are. If you're, if you're listening to this, <laughs> everybody, if you know, who, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I share all your your fit pics, and you guys, everybody dresses well. It, it's, it's a, the nice thing is, is I don't really see a lot of like I see people getting hate and stuff on Instagram. I don't really see a lot of outfits that I don't that I really don't like. You know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, I, I see more people who like complain about outfits than, than I really notice. And I'm like, I don't really see like that much stuff that I, I don't like. I'm like, I, I, it's not something I would wear, but the other styles look good. You know, like a lot of For people sure. have, have found their own uh, way and, and look really, really good doing it, which is cool. It's yeah. nice to see consistency, uh, even in styles that aren't mine. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. So. We asked this question, I think, to all of our guests, um, mm-hmm. maybe not in the first season as we were still coming up with our, our staple questions, but um, this is kind of a cornerstone of the the Pair of Kings podcast interview experience. Um, trademark. Trademark. Copyright TM, which is trademark. We, we did it twice. Um, <laughs> Slurp, what is your dream collab? Now, this could be anything between like two fashion houses. It could be Polar Seltzer X ps4 um let your let your mind run wild hmm oh this is this is interesting this is interesting i think hmm dream of anything huh anything hit us uh, hmm. rick owens x funimation Ooh. I, I want to see Rick Goku. <laughs> I want Goku in a uh, what's it called? The uh, Pioneer pants. Yeah. Yep. It'd I be want... like when Pickon dropped his his weights. Oh yes, yes. I want, <laughs> I want Rick anime. 
I want Rick anime clothing. I want Rick to make anime clothing. Okay. And I want there to be a Rick anime. So I want this to be a two-way oh collab. I want this there to be merchandise for a show that they make together. Rick makes the merchandise, but it's like <laughs> it's like Rick clothing. It's just anime. And I want there to be a show about it. It'll Tyrone world, is the hero. World peace after that. Yes, after <laughs> that I, I that's that's the dream right there. That's, that's gotta be it. It's either that or it's like or it's like Rick and, and something where they make clothes for cats. I, I want Rick to make cat clothing really bad. Do you have a cat? Uh, yeah, I have a cat with Annie. We have two little Siamese. Um, her name is Luna. She's tiny. She's right here at my feet right now, meowing Aww. around. Shout out, um, Luna. Welcome to the pod. And uh, we are looking at getting a hairless cat uh, as well Ooh. to be friends cool. with to stay. Um, so I would like some Rick clothes for my hairless cat. Absolutely. Man. You could probably find somebody on Etsy to do like a custom thing. I was thinking about that. Oh, Luna yeah. just said hi to the pod. Oh, hi, hi Luna. Luna. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you guys can actually hear <laughs> That one was on the mic. That's Go Luna. Holy cow. She sleeps right next to my desk, so it's perfect. I just reach right over. <laughs> oh my goodness. Slurp. You know, we, we bring the serious questions on this podcast. It's time for another one. Oh, Buckle in. This one, uh, this could make the, or make or break the interview as a whole. How many Slurpees could you drink in a day? 24 Ooh. hours. 24 hours? 24 um, hours. Like, do I have to sleep? You, I mean, you just do you. You're, you're dedicating a day to drinking Slurpees. Okay. What's the number looking like? Um, let's see. Well, I could probably drink. What size are they? Just regular size Slurpees. So it's 12 ounces. That's regular, 12, yeah. 12 ounces. Okay. So 12 ounce Slurpee. I could probably drink. Uh, I could probably drink two an hour. Okay. Because Put because because I could like start off fast. Yeah, yeah. Because I could mm -hmm. start off fast. And then I could go like I, I wouldn't I be able to burn keep out up with an hour. Yeah, exactly. Real. I wouldn't yeah. be able to keep like an average of two an hour where I could drink like five and then take a break for two hours. You know, mm -hmm. I think an average of 48 would probably be accurate. Okay. Then I'm would staying up. I'm going one... crazy. Yeah. Would you no, stick with one, one flavor or would you just I'm mixing just it up? It. Honestly, okay. if I have the if I am forced yeah. to drink Slurpees like that, I'm, <laughs> every single one is another flavor. OK. Yeah. Get creative. Be impulsive. It's like it's like the closet. Get impulsive with the syrupy flavors. Well, yeah, that would that would have to be. That would why I want. Uh, that's why I want the machine. You know, then I can. Yeah. Uh, then I can do that. I can test out this theory. Pod number two, our reunion will be uh, Slurpees. Twenty-four hour pod marathon Slurpee <laughs> challenge <laughs> in full Rick. Oh, I'm down. It's wearing like a, a poncho piece. in case you throw up, don't get yeah, it on the rest. I do. I have a. I have a soloist poncho I can wear. Perfect. That <laughs> sounds awesome. Saul and I will wear the the Supreme Box logo rain ponchos. There from we the go. <laughs> we can do it for like a telethon, like Kerwin Frost, and do it yep. for like uh, charity. Charity, and, and it'll get famous because we'll for... just be puking on Skype for twenty four <laughs> hours. <laughs> the charity will go towards dressing cats, hairless Yo, cats, and I like this. Yes. I like it. Uh, I like slurp. it. Slurp. 
Good question for you here, as if we haven't been asking them already. We, yes, we yes. try not to <laughs> act too cocky. But who are your inspirations, uh, both generally and in, in, you know, in, in life and fashion, you know? Um, in general, um, definitely biggest inspiration we're going back is honestly my dad. Um, I want to I'm going into a similar field uh, as him in work. Uh, so it's definitely like a professional inspiration uh, for kind of like what to do and how to do it. Um, as well as like, you know, this taught me how to dress and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my older brother, also a big inspiration to me. Uh, just he just growing up was always, you know, there as a, you know, how older brothers are uh, to kind of give me, you know, a guiding uh, and inspiring way. Uh, more professional inspirations uh, would definitely be, uh, obviously, Rick is a huge mm-hmm. one. Um, uh, pretty much, it's Rick, Tyrone, Michelle, the entire uh, Owen the squad. squad as, as group. Yeah, it was <laughs> just uh, you know the entire brand itself uh, is very inspiring to me. From both you know his personal story to not be, you know not having generational wealth, not having you know rising himself up. You know, his he he inspires me the same way my dad does. It's a very very similar story coming you know coming from nothing and then ending up you know doing really well for himself and creating something that a lot of other people love uh, and that he can put his own message behind uh is really really inspiring to me Um, absolutely more so than you know like i said other brands that may not you know come from a designer's love that may just come from a necessity of a brand or may come Mm -hmm. from you know a want of a product uh but you know, I respect and and am inspired by a lot of designers. Um, uh, uh, Jun Takahashi uh, for Undercover, a huge, huge inspiration for me at the start because I was so into punk, because I was so into music and everything. That was my first big fashion, you know, inspiration. Uh, when I turned into the more a more personal element, that's why I turned to Undercover. It was because his whole thing was punk. You know, it was all about, you know the stuff I had been into and had been looking at before I could even get into fashion. Mm-hmm. So he really, you know, is, is a big one in terms of how I dress and, and the chaos of, of my style sometimes. And um, uh, music wise, I have a lot also uh, both in terms of uh, some of the smaller bands and stuff that I used to go and see and uh, who have ended up getting, getting pretty big. Um, people I used to be friends with and stuff has just, just gotten crazy um, as well as uh, some uh, uh, more professional ones uh, because like I said I am so into game uh, gaming as well and For games, sure. games are a big part of my uh, um, you know identity uh, certain game developers um, are, are very very uh, dear to me and mm-hmm. and very uh, um, uh, inspiring in terms of both their style of game, you know, inspiring my actual uh, inspiring my actual style. Um, yeah, I, I sometimes am told, and I like to dress like a video game character, you know. So, um, uh, Yoko Taro, the creator mm-hmm. of um, Near Automata, who has done a lot of work for all of Square Enix's Final Fantasy games, has been a lead artist in a lot of those. Uh, she's one of the uh, uh, biggest inspirations for me uh, in, in terms of like gaming, for sure. Uh, 
as well as uh, I'm trying to think honestly. Are you a big Kojima guy? That's honestly what I was going to say. I was like, Kojima is, is huge for me in terms of Metal Gear, but mm-hmm. I am not a Kojima like rabid fan. Like Metal Gear is some of my favorite games ever. I really mm-hmm. like Death Stranding too. I thought Death Stranding was great. Um, I'm playing through that one right now. Yeah, I love it. They're, they're great. And I think Kojima is phenomenal. That's actually what I was going to say. But I, I, he's not, I wouldn't say that he's a personal gaming inspiration. Okay. It's just in terms of his, like the style of his stuff. It's, it's, that's why I was thinking. I was like, eh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Um, some other ones, um, in terms of, uh, honestly, there, there are like players. Like I was, I was very, very active in, like I said, a lot of the, you know, magic and, and league and that kind of stuff. I, I was mm-hmm. too highly ranked in league. I, I went to worlds like four times. Holy cow. Wait, no, three wait, times. I, three times. Wait, wait, to play or to view? No, 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 to view. To okay. View, to view. Okay. okay. I, I, I thought, <laughs> No, no, no. Oh my just gosh. to watch. I was I was good. I was like high diamond, low Damn. masters. But what was your role? Uh, I, I'm don't make me admit this on the pod. I'm a <laughs> ribbon like a... main. Oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> you could be like a singed main, and then all I'd be right, like right, genuinely fine. terrified. Yeah, no, no, I'm a I'm a high elo ribbon main. I just been playing for I'm not good anymore. I'm like maybe a gold or flat player now, but I used to be really, really like he's just actively playing uh so like at the time uh faker was a big one i was like watch him all the time just like win you know against the best players like again and again and again on like a time when it was usually like oh it's usually pretty even and it was just like now nah, we're gonna dominate the best players like they're nothing i was like yeah. oh this is cool like i would like to do that in something <laughs> i have a um, question for you were yeah. you at the world semifinals in new york in 20 20- 17 yes i was the one at, at madison square garden yep i was there too really oh my yeah i was yep. literally you can actually scroll back on my instagram and there are pictures uh, of me sitting box seats right behind faker to where i can see his like thing and there's also a picture of me with like a bunch of riven cosplayers <laughs> i'm gonna scroll back there was like that huge uh thresh outside and everything yeah yep yep yeah that was awesome that was a lot of fun. Uh, I went there with three of my friends and my mom, actually. That was super fun. I still That's have my, uh, my what are they called? Like the beater sticks? The, yeah, the boom whackers. I, I don't have mine inflated. I have mine. I will I will get pictures of them uh, and send them after this. I, I have you got to so put hard. them in a fit. I will, actually. I, I could <laughs> definitely do that. I still have my, I got a, a Riven uh, lanyard there and I use it for work still, actually. Cool way way back but yeah that's that's a funny see that's a small world that's what i'm saying like I've, I've met people who i just happened to be at these events with them you know at the same exact time and uh what a funny what a small world that it happens again <laughs> that's live insane. on the pod exactly man yeah um so we yeah. touched on this oh i'm sorry no no that's finally about it Go for it. uh i was gonna say we we touched on this a little bit earlier but what's the process of making a fit come together like for you um like you mentioned you know you like mixing and matching and things like that but you know how do you think about it is there something that you build off of you know do you always start with a jacket like what's what's that process like so this yeah it's kind of funny um this this is something my girlfriend says all the time she's like it's like you don't even try it's like you don't even like it's just you don't even do anything. It's just effortless. And so what effortlessly I, I cool. pretty much yep. just 
I do take the the meme of the John Mayer video where it's you know always dress pants out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I pretty much do that uh, bottom up. Uh, either pick my shoes or my pants first, um, and then I decide what I'm going to go off of those. Uh, whether it be you know a shirt or a, a jacket, or if I'll go like chill on the bottom, then I'll go something crazy on top. Um, but it's usually yeah pretty much bottom down and then just kind of whatever catches my eye and that I think I want to put together or some things that I haven't worn together. For me, it's like a puzzle kind of, it's like, okay, well, what have I not worn? I have so many pieces. I'm like, it's like one of those, you know, when you're like a kid and you're like the, the dude has three revolving parts and you have to spin it around (laughs) his outfit. I'm like, all right, what have I not picked yet? (laughs) And I just see kind of how, you know, what works together. And so I try to buy things that can cohesively go with a lot of my other pieces so I can just pick it like a wheel almost. Yeah, man, I love it. Um, and this is this is a bonus question we talked yeah. about a little bit before we started. But everyone wants to know, Slurp, how do you just acquire these these crazy pieces seemingly on a daily basis? <laughs> yeah, this is this is a meat and potatoes uh, it is. It is on a daily Disclose case. what you can. I mean, there's no yeah, pressure. Yeah, yeah. Don't give away your sources. Oh, no, but... no. Tell, sure. tell us personally after we stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and don't leak it. No, but honestly, I, I don't mind sharing. I, I do share a lot of information, you know, more than other people do. Uh, I don't think fashion needs to be as elitist as it is. Um, and when people ask me where I get stuff, I usually tell them, uh, unless it's something specific that I'm trying to get something later, you know, or something. Um, f- honestly, and, and the two questions I get asked are like, you know, how do you afford it all? And how do you, how do you get it all? Where do you find it all? And it's, I, I work a lot. Um, you know, like I said, I was meant to work full time and then I also sell the clothes. So I have multiple sources of income. Um, and I find things for so cheap, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. buying these things for anywhere near, you know, the, the market prices, even no, nothing I, I pay is pretty much even near, uh, you know, half of what market would be usually. So, you know, nice. so like selling secondhand for six hundred, I'm usually paying like two or two fifty would yeah. be my ideal. Um, I and what I tell people all the time is just effort and time is how I find the stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's I just spend so much time on so many different sites. Um, I you know we know Grailed. Uh, emerging is Vestair Collective. I know has been dropped on here a million times. Shout out Charles. Um, shout out Charles. Shout out everybody out there in Europe. Um, Vestair is actually amazing. Uh, for Rick, I, I buy a ton of Rick on Vestair. This is not like a plug. I literally bought both of those shoes that I posted in the last two days, brand new. Mm-hmm. You know, on Vestair, get stuff off there all the time. Um, the not just Rick, the, you know, I've, I've gotten some good vet off there. I've gotten some good uh, undercover off there. Um, I shop a lot in Japan, you know, it's, it's not a secret, you know, there's no secret. Everybody knows, you know, where to get stuff in Japan. Everybody mm-hmm. knows how to proxy. Everybody, you know, people know how to do it now. It just kind of depends on if you want to. Um, I, I do get a lot of stuff from there. Uh, I buy a lot of stuff through retailers. Um, when sale season happens, uh, I spend hours and hours and hours on my computer searching up uh, a specific item uh, and going through all those sites like List and like, you know, the ones that show you all the sites that have it in stock 
and I bookmark all of them and I watch them for sales and I wait for the certain items to drop. And then I just look through all the different sites that are on sale. You know, there'll be so many weird little retailers that will have stuff that you may not even realize. And you got to dig to like the third or fourth page of Google, you know, yeah. and you just can open up like 80 tabs of stuff and they'll have an 80% off of sale at the end of season, you know, or they'll have a 70% off sale at the end of season. You know, that's how I just got my heels and my boots and uh, how Annie got her, her bunny and everything. You know, it's all, it's all about, consistency and and spending the time and effort in finding the stuff you know everybody mm -hmm. can find stuff there's there's enough stuff there's enough stuff out there for everybody you know nobody's buying everything and if you're fast enough you can get plenty uh you know i've amassed a lot a lot over the time you know i use all the all the secondhand sites everybody knows about them railed and you know depop and all that poshmark all that kind of stuff you know a little there's not really anything good on those, so. but I, I look, you know, it's eBay, you know, you never know. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the thing is you're not looking, you know, it's not always successes. It's about just looking, you know, and spending the time because then you'll find something that maybe you haven't seen before. And then you can go look for that item on another site and you can go mm -hmm. look for it on another site. And it's all about just taking the time and consistency and finding the different places. For sure. That's, that's about that one. Well, there you have it, folks. He's not keeping a a secret website hostage yeah, there's no, that yeah, exactly. no one knows about. <laughs> there's no like hidden Rick Owens, you know, store that I, I'm sitting on top of. There's no hidden. You know, <laughs> Give us the secrets. No, there's no undercover Give store. Give us the codes. Vibes. <laughs> it just is all about looking. Yeah, it's about putting in the effort for sure. I see that with the stuff I'm interested in too. Like I got a pair of the. Uh, Raph Calvin boots. Oh yeah, the, the steel heel. Uh, I mean steel toe ones. Yeah, yeah. It's like a dark turquoise text boot, like the, the cowboy action going on. And I got them off of Vestaire for like a sixth of retail, yeah, worn once like, in my right. exact size, like twelve and a half, perfect. It's like, hey, it's all about just waiting. Just be Big patient. Foot gang. And, yeah, Bigfoot gang. Oh, I love. Gang. I love just never being able to find anything. Never able to find awesome. anything. Yeah, it's it's wonderful, isn't it? Great? They made, I, I they love made like makes... two or three of things in our size. Yeah. Oh yeah, literally. Like the heels they make like three of them. It's it's wonderful. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's uh, so fun. I love that Rick makes his stuff big because I size down in so much, Rick. I end up going with a forty four frequently, um, with like the tractors and stuff like that, because you can yeah, they Snug. they fit huge. They can fit a bunch of different sizes. Exactly, like, it's all wonky. Honestly, that's when mm -hmm. pe people come to me for questions about rig sizing all the time. And anybody who's listening to this, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, don't ask anybody about rig sizing. This is not me. Don't ask anyone about rig sizing. Get the measurements because his sizing is so fucked. It is <laughs> not even funny. Size is not real to Rick Owens. <laughs> Rick Santorini Owens does not know size. One season it might be three inches in this, you know, larger in the same exact size than it is in another season. It, it the stuff is so shot out in terms of sizing. Shoe sizing can differ completely in in this just due to color of the shoes. It's just it's <laughs> ridiculous it's materials. Nuts. It's nuts. For so much Rick stuff, I say just try it on or get measurements. If and if you are worried about buying things that don't fit don't buy like rick because you're going to end up getting stuff that doesn't fit you sometimes and you're going to have to sell it it's happened or you're going to have to return it it's happened to me i return so much stuff that i end up getting and doesn't fit me so it's 
it happens. But. It's the the hunt for the for the holy grail fit. Exactly. Like, when you you, you gotta you know squeeze some lemons to make some Johns. I'm not sure. That was powerful. <laughs> I think we have our episode title, folks. <laughs> squeeze some lemons to make some Johns. <laughs> okay, so on the topic of measurements, how tall are you in your kiss boots? Ooh. Uh, in the heels, well, I'm like six foot flat with nothing. So in those, I'm about six, four. Okay. Six, I give you it's about a four inch heel. Cool. It's big. Standing it's, uh, tall. Yeah. Is it, are those tough my, to figure out how to walk in? Honestly, no. Uh, they, they thought they were going to be, uh, I get that question a lot. They have a lot of surface area, uh, because it's a platform. The front of the shoe has like a ton, a ton of area to walk on, and it's not hard at all, really. Um, the only difficult thing is because I do have fucking monster giant hooves, um, <laughs> I can't Dang. walk downstairs in them easily. Dude. Because so what happens is, is when I put the heel of the shoe on the, the front heel, goes off, off. The front is off, but when I put the front on, the heel is off because only because my feet are so big. This doesn't happen to normal people in heels, but because most people's heels do not measure fourteen inches in length. Mm-hmm. Because so you have to of wait the and ask someone to carry you. Up yeah, and he carries me up and down the stairs. That uh, is so that's, kind. It's great. Yeah, she just uh, picks me up, and just scoops me up, and carries me up and down the stairs. Working out as modern couture. Yeah, exactly. That, that's her workout. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're. They're not they're not that hard to walk in. They are um, very long. They're 14 inches long. Wow. That's, that's, what size are they? They're in 11. Okay. Um, 11 on those because they so that's are still super, like a ton of extra length. Yeah, because they're For the front grill and grill. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's like 13. I think it's like 13.2 inches or something. It's insane. That's the wild. box is like twice as big as the box for my. Um, for my tractor boots it's like <laughs> really biggest, yeah it's the biggest rick box i have ever seen it's That's a fun one to ship it's probably two yeah my thank god shout out to my proxy um the uh three foot by two foot probably wow Jesus. yeah it's a huge box it's insane it's just massive you That's could insane. like make a house for luna out of it she literally yeah no she <laughs> sleeps in the smaller box it like fits in the in the cargo box this is like twice the size it's insane wow <laughs> that is madness that's wild yeah waiting for the uh the kiss boot luna house mm-hmm. fit it's pick happen. it's gonna happen are you a fan of uh dogs and rick owens yeah, I love Dawson Rick. Uh, the uh, the person is a very nice guy. I know him, and also the Aww. account is awesome. Um, I would I have been meaning to actually send in some. Uh, I have dogs. My mom has dogs that like I had uh, growing up and everything. And I've been meaning to put them in some Rick um, because he and he also takes cats in Rick. So I've been meaning to put Luna in in some Rick, but uh, I just haven't done it yet. Got it. <laughs> gotta do it i have uh I put kittens in the pockets of my uh panniers in my oh my gosh <laughs> a of me with like a tiny little kitten in the pocket of my cargo pants and it's just like head is sticking out that's so cute yeah it. um so moving on um tomorrow maybe a last of our solo questions yeah um what is a trend that you'd like to see come back and what's one that you're happy is gone hmm so trend i'm happy is gone uh 
everybody wearing fucking Chelsea boots. <laughs> I don't like Chelsea boots. I don't like... And also, I'm kind of glad the, like, whole Amiri Chelsea style is going away with the bandanas mm-hmm. and, like, that whole shit. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, muscular leg, tight wash blue jean, uh, ripped bandana core. I hate it. I don't like that. I'm glad that's gone. That drives me nuts. Um, no one looks comfortable wearing it. Nobody. Too. Exactly. It just does not look good. Um, um, it's just not, you know, it's just, you know, not there. Um, the other thing that I would want to come back. Oh, HBA. And it is coming back. It so, is you coming know what? back. Tra- yeah, exactly. My trend of choice is coming back. I- I'm happy about that one. Will you be picking <laughs> some up? I will be. I applied to get one of the cash cards, so we'll see if I get the cash card. Uh, I have actually been picking up, uh, looking at picking up some HBA for the last like a couple months since we knew it was coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if anybody hears this and wants to sell me a pair of the HBA Gentle Monster collab for cheap, uh, like under three hundred dollars, uh, hit me up on Instagram because I'm looking for some glasses. <laughs> Are you going to get glasses. the um, the double cowboy boots that go? No, I don't think so, because there's only like three pairs of those in existence. Um, You found more difficult stuff. Oh, I know. I could. Yeah. But I know who has those, and they're not getting rid of them. They're like all in like a a warehouse CS play kind of thing. I do want the Avalanche boots, though. Uh, I've wanted HBA Avalanche boots for a while. They're like the Tims that are cut out, if anybody doesn't know. Um, They look like giant, like skeletal, exoskeleton Tims, Um, and they're cool. Yeah, I've wanted those for a while. They seem to be the influence for some of the Nike undercover collabs, actually. Uh, Nice. I did actually um... recently just pick up the uh, JPG piece that inspired HBA's main um, uh, X-Ray pieces. I got the skeleton tattoo uh, X-Ray JPG piece uh, to sell. I just managed to pick one up really cheap to sell. Um, Nice. It's like an extra, extra small, um, but it's the exact one that inspired the whole HBA skeleton flash with their logo all over it and everything. Um, so I, I did like HBA and that whole era because that was the era when I was getting into, like I said, I was getting into streetwear at that time when you know ASAP Rocky and that was the whole thing. You know, I was mm-hmm. so definitely that. Uh, definitely, those would be mine. <sighs> Absolutely. That's awesome, yeah. So this marks the end of our question specifically tailored towards you, Slurp, but we are not done yet. We have mm-hmm. another guest joining us. Is she ready? She is. Hey! Hello! Hello. Um, we want to give a warm Pair of Kings podcast welcome to Annie, a.k.a. Digital GF. Welcome to the pod. Our Thank first you. woman guest. Yeah. Happy to be here, man. Happy you are joining us. Uh, we've got the most powerful couple in fashion who aren't named Rick and Michelle hey. on the pod. High praise, high praise. So, so welcome to the pod. We've got a number of questions for the both of you to tackle together. Um, and we're excited to hear what the two of you have to say. Right. Uh, starting things right off, just, uh, just a little get to know the people behind the mic. What are your favorite things to watch, play, or do together? Um, well, I know one thing we like to play together is just like this phone gotcha game, Epic Seven. Shout out. That's, uh, 
we don't really play it together because it's not exactly like a co-op game or anything, but it's just like a thing that we're like playing 24-7 that we find <laughs> super fun. Um, so that's a thing. Um, we both like games. Um, right now I don't have a PC or anything, so I can't do. I'm kind of limited in that sense, but right now we like to build Gundam together. Right now we're building or painting Warhammer figures, anything like tabletop games. I kind of play Magic. I'm trying to, I only kind of know how to play, so I'm trying to get more into that. And, um, obviously, we are into fashion together. I mean, that's, you know, so we, we buy stuff. We'll buy stuff in bulk and uh, try to get the best deals. So that's kind of like a fun thing to do in a sense. Absolutely. Awesome. Especially with all the extra time we all have with quarantine. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I've probably, no, I have. So I just moved from Arizona, uh, I don't even think two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so happy to be out here in the East Coast. <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, once I got here, I had ordered so much new Rick that I have basically over doubled my collection. Damn. I had a whole new wardrobe waiting for me because I just had all my stuff sent to our place over here. And uh, yeah, it's been nice just watching it grow. Absolutely. Anything to add, Slurp? Yeah, we, you know, we like to spend a lot of time uh, shopping and stuff, honestly. Uh, we spend a lot of time scouring our sites together uh which you know be looking around for stuff for both of us um you know so much rick is unisex or listed as both which is run into things while we're both looking um it's nice to you know have two pairs of eyes it definitely allows you to find uh really really great stuff that you may have missed mm-hmm. um we we like to watch anime um we were recently where we're watching uh doro hidoro together uh, we got to finish watching that actually um but that was really really fun uh, show if anybody has Netflix and wants to check out a cool, uh, like hyper violent but fun anime, Doro Hidoro is great. Mm-hmm. Um, we, like she said, uh, like to do some tabletop game style stuff. Um, we've been doing some painting uh, of the Warhammer figures specifically, uh, the Gundam stuff uh, where we like to uh, both build at the same time, which is nice. It allows us to finish kids faster. Yeah, shout out Bionicles. Shout out Bionicles. Big shout out to Bionicles. I have a, I have a sh- shirt that I need to show you guys. I'll send it to the group. Oh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to yes. check that one out. It is. Um, it's a wild one. We uh, <laughs> we live in a nice uh, town where it's uh, oh, it's so out. nice. Yeah, it's it's really nice to go out and uh, there's a lot of options for just walking around and going on dates and teaching them fun stuff. We're five minutes from the beach actually. Um, so we also have been doing that. We've been just kind of going out and enjoying some of the some of the weather away from the people, um, sure. like down to the beach area and stuff, which is nice. So uh, that's that's mostly it, you know, for now. Man, I love it. Cool. Certified wholesome moment. Cool. <laughs> um, on the topic of fashion in particular, the two of you have taken some spectacular fit picks together. What are your dream couple fits, so to speak? Honestly, I mean, like, we both own some pretty uh, unique standalone pieces. Honestly, I I own one of my girls already. So I feel like, in a sense, I've already, we've already done kind of dream couple fits. I mean, we just posted a fit for both wearing panniers. Like, that's pretty. That was nuts. Yeah, pretty neat. I don't know. I was proud of that. (laughs) Or not proud, but, you know, I think it turned out. And uh, 
I don't know. Do you have any like actual fits in mind? Because yeah, so I think we should both have clear heel kiss heels. Yes. And body bags. <laughs> oh my god. Or jumps like the jumpsuits. That would be that sick. Would, that would be nuts. Um, or a f- full mega lace, or you have mega lace fits. Because, like, you with the skirt and me with the pants, um, and then me with the boots and you with a pair of mega lace, like runners or something. Yeah. I, have, I have some things in mind, you know, some ideas. For some he, crazy he's just stuff. thinking about it. I'm just like, I'm here for the ride. I'm like, you. Anytime <laughs> I need to take you in, I'm just excited. I feel like, I don't know. Oh. I love it. It's so sweet. <laughs> Um, so, obviously we are currently in quarantine, uh, everybody is, well, I guess some people are out and about, but, uh, what's the first place (laughs) you'll go together? (laughs) I absolutely agree. Um, where's the first place that you'll go together when all of this craziness ends and things go back to, I guess, relatively normal? Uh, definitely going to be New York City. Um, yes. We've been planning it for a while. I uh, go very, very frequently. Um, it's, uh, it's relatively close to where we live. Uh, we have a lot of our friends online who live there. Uh, a lot of the people who are into Rick live in New York, and we, we've known those guys for a while. So we can go out, uh, meet up, you know, go out and eat, go out and get food, uh, go out and shop, go to all the stores and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, and um, I've never been in New York. She's never been. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be a lot of like stuff to show, uh, you know, that, that she hasn't gotten to see, that I know some of the ins and outs and stuff, which will be nice. Um, so that'll definitely be, we're probably going to go for like a week uh, when it uh, comes back up and just kind of get a hotel and, and see everybody and enjoy the city. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Enjoy it, folks. Yeah, it's, it'll be nice. I, I think uh, we want to get out of town. <laughs> in 2023 when we're yeah, allowed exactly. to. Yeah, when, exactly. When we're allowed. You know, It'll be so our, hype. Once our uh, tracking collars have been removed. <laughs> All right, you two. Very serious question coming up. Um, as you've seen at a couple of our previous ones, this is a season two staple of the pod. Um, it's It's been throwing our guests for a loop a little bit, but um, we think you guys are up to the challenge. If you were both one of the seven dwarves, and the seven dwarves are Dopey, Doc, Bashful, Happy, Grumpy, Sleepy, or Sneezy, which one would you be? Alright, you want to go first, Annie, or should I? Because I know. I think I would, I'll just go. I think I would be Sleepy, just because it's pretty self-explanatory. I just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm you always would, you tired. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Sleepy. That's sleepy. Fine. Sleepy is accurate. Yeah, I, I, I could go with that sleepy for you. Uh, I would have to be dopey. <laughs> uh, for sure. There's a couple reasons. Uh, he's, he's, you know, doesn't he's very happy-go-lucky, carefree. You know, nothing really bothers dopey. He just kind of flops for long and does his thing. That's, that's pretty much me. Mm-hmm. Not a bad way to be. I think that's got to be uh, very aloof, you know? That's, that's Ooh, good word. Dopey for me. Love it. So, heading on to our penultimate uh, question here. Um, guess it's kind of a. Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Hopefully, it's not too far from reality. 
love this to is see my this favorite happen. question of the entire pod. I'm really excited yeah. for this one. Uh, but you two, hypothetically, or maybe in the future, are on a double date with Rick and Michelle. What are the four of you talking about? Oh, this is gay. Where's Tyrone? Tyrone's there, too. All right. Yeah, oh, yeah. even better. This is important, then. Okay. So. Oh, there's a lot. Invite, up, invite them to our wedding. Yeah, definitely <laughs> invite them to our wedding. Just say, hey, we're having a, a Rick-themed wedding. You guys got to come out. Uh, <laughs> you guys just all, you know, come free. We would definitely talk about, uh, I would want to talk about old stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Ethos of, like, old, his starting out, uh, the, the design things that they worked on before Rick was anything. Uh, I would really want to talk to Michelle about her brand and like the designing that she did when she was young you know she was was a designer even before rick was born so i would like to find you know hear about that you know back design literally designing back in the 50s and the 60s and stuff um i would like to you know talk about the their curation of their uh non-clothing items so because we would be out to eat i would want to be talking Silver, about like, silverware yep exactly like the silverware that they make or like the housewares the vases mm-hmm. the uh, uh, beds even the, the chairs and the decorations Ooh, I would ask him to get custom ordered Rick chairs like in the actual stores the I want ones a Rick made table. of him yes yeah you could paint on the Rick table oh my <laughs> gosh a dream yeah it would definitely be a lot about uh, not current context of the brand I would love to hear about, like, the future um, stuff, you know, like, that they have going mm-hmm. on. But I'd really like to just kind of hear the history that they all have to share. Um, and, like, what are you talking to Tyrone about? Intimate stuff. Um, where we're going to go party after dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we're, where we're going to go dance until, you know, 4 a.m. in full Rick. Where you can get some blue wolfish leather oh kiss boots. Oh, my God. Yeah, where I can get some snakeskin uh, leather uh, Bauhaus cargos. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, I'd want to ask uh, them just kind of, like, about the dynamic of their relationship. I mean... Also that. I know they've done interviews and stuff, and they've kind of got into it, but I think asking them personally face-to-face just, like, you know, the fact that Michelle was technically his boss in the very, very beginning, and, like, how that blossomed, I, I find that kind of interesting. How she's like Absolutely. his muse and everything. Yeah, yeah I would love yeah. to hear about how she's inspired him, you know, and like the, the personal feelings of, of, you know, inspiration that's caused him to start his brand. Yeah. And also now that Tyrone provides a similar, you know, um, a similar muse stance, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to hear about if it's the same kind of, you know, inspiration that he gets. It would like to, you like I said, the, the dynamic of everything um, because they are such a, uh, a personal synonymous face with the brand you know it's it's yeah. it's not like uh you know a, a gucci or a prada or a anything where the the houses heads change all the time and the designers yeah. change all the time it's rick is so synonymous with his brand to the point where i don't even think he would ever sell it like if rick mm-hmm. died i think the brand would die with him um, yeah I, I don't think that it would continue and i think that um that leads itself to where I don't even need to ask about like the brand I can learn so much about them from you know them personally because it is such a emotional and personal connection mm-hmm. 
I would also want to ask them about like their views on like just world stuff, like uh, environment. Uh, I know they're like environmentally conscious, but they like they've talked about like not liking using fur and mm-hmm. like some stuff that they. And I'm like, well, but they, he's Rick's kind of like I just do it. He's like, it's not like me stopping it isn't gonna stop anything. He's like, I think it's bad. And I'm like, all right, you're, you're all right, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, you know, I would want to hear about all of their, um, you know, more fun elements. You know, like just like not just design. Not talking about like not talking about the brand. Not talking about clothes. Just like oh, you know, I, I they love music. You know, like what I know Michelle made you know music for a long time. You know, see if they've been doing other creative projects and, and where their creativity for the brand stems from if it's, if it's from other hobbies or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Man. We gotta, we we'll, gotta we'll get be the waiters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys just eavesdrop in. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to make this happen. Rick, we know you're listening. Come on. Extend the invitation. We're not allowed in Europe right now, but as soon as we are. Yeah, once our passports matter. Our silly American passports, you know, one of these days we'll be allowed back over there. Uh, man, yeah, I think I think the four or the five of you, excuse me, would have quite a bit to talk about. I think so. <laughs> and that moves us to our final question of the interview portion of this podcast. Uh, Slurp, Annie, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk to both of you, but we're not done quite yet. Uh, we have. We have the question that we've asked every single one of our guests on the podcast so far. It has stumped many, confused all, and uh, brought out some very, very interesting answers. So Slurp, Annie, if you had a year to eat a door with the hinges and doorknob included, do you think you could do it? And if so, how? Yes. Absolutely, yes. Love the confidence. How are you going to do it? Do we both have to eat our own door? Or can um, we split the door? You know what? Oh, no, you, can couple, you can couple the door. Yeah, All right, I couple think... the door? Mm-hmm. All right. So only, here's how Only if you hold hands while you're doing it for the while entire time. The door. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is how we're going to do it. So we're going to... All the wood... The door's made of wood, right? It is. Yes. A fine okay. oak. And then, and, but then there is metal in the other parts. So all the wood. Yes. We have a whole year. Yeah. Uh, let me take on this, the wood part, because I thought about this. Okay. Ooh. I was thinking, now tell me if this is, is cheating or not. But, all right, we get we get a bunch of termites. Let the termites handle the wood. They eat that, and then you eat the termites. It's because then directly, Does that the work? wood would eat. That counts. That it counts. Does, yeah. See, mm-hmm. that's, that yeah. works. I was going to just blend up, like, an inch yeah. of wood into a smoothie. <laughs> Like and just drink like a tiny little bit of wood, like that's puree. Do that with the termites. We can blend the blend termites. Up the termites. Yeah, no, that's that's the way to do it. So we we stick the termites on it, and then we're left with metal. We're left with doorknob and hinges, which mm-hmm. we dissolve in acid. Yeah. There you Damn. Go. And we use the acid uh, to with baking soda, and <laughs> we like make it into something, you know, to 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 base it down and everything, and then we cook it into something. We like bake the into like a metal it's gonna be a little toxic but i think we could do it yeah, in the two of you. yeah. yeah exactly we eat a little bit over a year you know, makes the dream work. yeah truly i think we could do it well, i love the confidence you two 
What no. is the reward? We were really confident in. Are we just eating this door? Human for accomplishment. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but you know, we're we're happy the two of you are willing to take on the challenge. That'll be our third episode. Second episode is the twenty-four hour Slurpathon challenge, <laughs> and then third one is uh, literally just a year-long podcast where you guys try to eat a door. I love it. Well, you two, that ends the meat and potatoes portion of this podcast, uh, or door in this case. But um, we're not done quite yet, no. Uh, We are an audio medium. And Saul, you know what else is an audio medium? Music. Music. Ah. (laughs) Each week during our guest episode, uh, we like to hear our guests' song of the week, so to speak. This is just any song that they've been listening to recently that they've been enjoying. And we add it to an ongoing playlist of ours. Saul, would you like to tell everyone a little bit about the playlist? Absolutely. If you head over to Spotify and you look up Pair of Kings, uh, you will find a playlist created by me, Saul Thompson, um, where you can find all of the songs that we've talked about on the podcast, as well as all of the songs that uh, our guests have uh, recommended. Um, there is also a more general playlist called Pair of Kings Favorite Songs that is just, or that are, excuse me, just songs that John and I have been enjoying but aren't necessarily brought up on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so be sure to check those out when you get the chance uh, and let us know what you think. Um, and let us know. I don't know. John, what else should they let us know? Um, let us know what, what you guys are listening to. You know, mm. we could have, uh, maybe we could add a community playlist as well. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yes, indeed. But that's another thing for another day. Slurp, Annie, what are your what are right. your guys' songs of the week? Mine has got to be probably... I've been listening to a lot of the new Blade album. Oh, that's what yes. I was say. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Annie has also been listening to a lot, but I've also been listening to a lot of the new Hunter Gex album. Yay! So for me, it's probably Toothless off the Hunter Gex album. Yes! That's probably my song of the week this week. Saul and I are in a constant battle of Blade versus 100 Gex. And he's probably going to pick a Blade song. So I you was. I yep. literally was. All right. So what's yours? Uh, probably. Let's see. There's like a bunch I was listening to. Probably Innocent of All Things is one of my favorites from the album. Yeah, that one was really good. That, that album was great. That's the only one Saul got all the way through without skipping. Yep. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Saul is more of a Blade hater. I am... 100 percent a drainer so we've, we've got the 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 major give and take on yeah, this podcast. Say, thankfully we have both we and Annie are, are both which is nice that is nice the duality of man the duality of <laughs> the duality of pod i love it but excellent picks both of you saul what, what about you um so for season two i have recommended uh, only songs by women i uh, figured it was about time that we do something like that um, so we have been putting those out or putting those on, I guess. I don't know what the term is. Regardless, uh, my song of the week is Hard Feelings slash Loveless by Lord. Ooh, that's a great song. It is. Did you know she wrote and put out uh, Pure Heroin when she was 16, I think? I feel like I remember hearing that, but that that's is that's bonkers. nuts. It's an insanely good album. I don't even remember what I was doing at 16. Yeah. Yeah. I was wearing Nike Elite socks and (laughs) going to physics class. Yep. 
She was um, having existential crises about the uh, the fragility of her youth. <laughs> Shout out, Lord. I would love for her to come on the pod. What about you, John? So my my song of the week is by someone who I'd also love to come on the pod, and that is Blade. Surprise, surprise. Uh, uh, Blade's new album, 333, was really good, in my opinion. And also in Saul's opinion, I'm just going to make that the official statement. No, Saul it was it. not he the official statement. To it. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you, Annie. So my, my song of the week is Wings in Motion, which is the opener to the album. It is an acoustic song and just like a ballad by Blade, which is a little more rare for him um, to put less of a focus on more of a digital background and go more acoustic. I thought it worked out really well, and I thought it was a great opener to the, to the album. And it has definitely been my most listened to song of the new album. And Saul hated it. But you know, that's just that's just part of I the like fun that. of I this podcast. I thought that one was great. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, I thought I, I thought like it started words. strong. I don't know. We've talked I, about this before. Yeah, you know, like his little lisp. No, his cute little lisp. <laughs> I like it lisp. God, man. But it's it's nice to know. Or it's nice to be surrounded by a couple other trainers on the pod for for a change. <laughs> for what? Glad we got a hundred gex shout out too. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. shout out to. I mean, I like one hundred gex as well, but it's not reversed with Saul liking Blade. But Sadly not. That, that guys, that brings us to the end of the pod. But you know, before we go, I just want to say thank you so much to both of you for taking the time out of your day to join us uh, to answer all of our goofy questions for you, and uh, just to let us and let the audience get to know you better. Yeah, thank you. It was really great to be here. Like I said, I, I was having a lot of fun uh, listening to some of the ones in the past. So I'm, I'm glad I got to come out and and share and enjoy uh, some some banter with you guys. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, it's I had a blast. blast. Having me want to. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Uh, Before we get out of here, both of you take some time, plug your pages, plug what's going on, let the people know where to find you. Yeah. Um, You guys can find me on Instagram at free slurpy day. Uh, It's that's pretty much it on there. Uh, I don't use a lot of other social medias. I am banned from Twitter. Um, uh, That's another pod. (laughs) Annie. Oh, yeah. Um, I mostly just use Instagram, too, um, at digital underscore GF. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much all I, I use. I don't really use Twitter much anymore. Cool. Go slide them both to follow. I mean, their their handles will be tagged in the title of this episode, but definitely worth following both of them. And uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for, for joining us today. It's been a blast. Yeah, it was thank awesome. You. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. John, so, you want to take us out? Yeah, I'd be more than happy to. I was going to ask if you'd like to, but I will do the honors this week. Um, oh, you king. Yeah. So, um, as always, everybody, thank you so much for joining us, um, spending your time with us, and just, I don't know, giving giving our, our little podcast a chance. It really means a lot. Um, it does. As always, does. I've been and will continue to be Saul Thompson, and I'm joined every week, twice a week, by my lovely co-host, John Hogaboom. Um, where this week we were joined by not one but two guests, Free Slurpy Day 
and Digital GF. Um, thank you so much again, guys. This was a absolute blast. Um, yeah, um, together, John and I, and this week with our two guests, our Pair of Kings podcast. We're bringing, we are, damn it, I almost had it, bringing you <laughs> <laughs> business as usual, Tom Fullery as planned. Thank you Have so much, Have a great everybody. Thursday. All right, thank you, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye, everyone.